right, let's get to it. Welcome back to another edition of Fan Speculation. CJ Palmasano here. I am your host. I am here steering the ship. Uh, Vinny was not able to join us this week. Uh, the man is working very hard and is very tired. So I will be steering the ship here because the podcast does not end. It does not stop because the news doesn't stop. The shows don't stop. None of this stops. And you guys listening, that can't stop either because we need you guys to listen. Please listen. Anyway, we have a lot to get into this week uh, t- in this episode today. We're going to be going over episode four of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we're we'll going over some some reported casting for the Multiverse of Madness movie, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we're going to be going over the reported cast for the Fantastic Four. But first and foremost, let's talk about Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Holy shit. Okay, so. We've been talking about Moon Knight in the podcast here for quite some time now that uh, Oscar Isaac is going to be playing Moon Knight slash Mark Spector. Uh, if you didn't see the trailer, uh, go watch the trailer. Pause this. It'll only take a second. Pause this. And then go watch the Moon Knight trailer. Okay? All right. And you're back. So anyway, uh, the Moon Knight trailer was awesome. Uh, it was everything. I, uh, you know, just enough to give us a little, little taste uh, as I said, uh, Oscar Isaac is going to be playing Mark Spector uh, slash Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Uh, it, it sh- he says that he can't tell the difference between reality and dreams. Uh, you know, he, he has a bit of a sleeping disorder. And apparently he thinks his name is Steve, but someone calls in the trailer and goes, Why did you call me Steve? So so many of these shots in there where he's going absolutely ballistic and so fucking nuts. Um, I think this is going to be an excellent show. Vinny has said before, and we've said before, that this could be the most violent, most brutal uh, MCU um, properties, show, what, whatever you whatever it may be. Um in in the MCU right now. I mean, I'm just looking forward to it so, so much. Uh, the initial thoughts is that the show is going to be really, really great. It's such... It, the trailer was awesome. Moon Knight itself like just looks awesome. I mean, mainly CGI, the suit and everything. But it looks really, really fucking cool, man. Um, you know, I'm hoping that in the future this can lead to uh, the Midnight Suns. You know, I believe with... You know, with uh, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Blade, Black Knight. Uh, I think Daredevil's part of the Midnight Suns. Don't don't quote me on that. I'm not entirely sure, but it looks fucking cool. Um, I think this uh, this has potential to be a very very successful MCU property, and it's the, really the first MCU show that's covering a character on a week-to-week basis, and it's a brand-new character, whereas every other show, we already kind of knew who each person or character the show was revolving around. WandaVision, you know, WandaVision. We knew WandaVision. Falcon Winter Soldier, we knew uh, Bucky and Sam. Uh, what If, we knew, we pretty much knew every character that was in that show. Loki, I mean, sure, we we were introduced to some new characters, like, you know, King the Conqueror, he, Thrash He Who Remains, Ravona Renslayer, Mobius. Uh, but we knew Loki, and sure, we, we learned about Sylvie, the variant of Loki. Um, but we pretty much, it was pretty much about Loki, and we knew Loki from the get-go. 
Um, Hawkeye, we knew Hawkeye, with the exception of Kate Bishop. We learned about her. But this is going to be the first like show that's actually going to focus on a main character, and we're going to learn about him week by week. So this is where the shows really start to play and see how successful they will be with brand new characters. Uh, and smart on Marvel for doing this type of stuff. You know, introducing characters like this in a TV series. I feel like maybe the Eternals could have benefited from that because of the not so great praise that it's got. Anyway, um, we, there's a lot uh, going on, but there is uh, unfortunately some sad news when it comes to Moon Knight. Uh, an actor on the show, Gaspard uh, Uyel, if I pronounce that correctly, um, on Moon Knight. He died only at the age of 37 in a ski accident. French actor Gaspard Ulel, star of It's Only the End of the World and Marvel's upcoming Moon Knight series, has died following a ski accident in the French Alps on Wednesday, according to news agency AFP. He was 37. The Caesar-winning actor uh, was skiing in the uh, Savoy region uh, when he collided with another skier and suffered a serious brain trauma on Tuesday. He was transported by helicopter to a hospital in Jernobyl. Uh, uh, Local authorities uh, have uh, open investigation and into the accident, according to AF, uh, uh, AFP. Uh, Yuliel was the French, was once uh, France's best-known actor and worked with critically acclaimed filmmakers in Europe and abroad. He began acting at the age of 12 with an uncredited role in the French TV movie Une Femme en Blanc, uh, A Woman in White. Uh, I have a terrible French accent. After several TV films, series shorts, and held small roles, Christopher Gaines' Brotherhood of the Wolf, Jean-Paul Salome's... Uh, I'm not even going to pronounce this, um, but the guy is a—he was a pretty acclaimed French actor, and he was making his way to the big time pretty soon. And he's going to be in Moon Knight. It doesn't say what his role is going to be, but uh, unfortunately, the man has passed away. And um, we here at Fan Speculation give our heartfelt condolences to uh, this man and his family, and we're very sorry for the tragedy that has come. You know, it's 37 years old, it's young, and I know it's a little kind of sad to, and weird to kind of segue those two things together, but um, it was it really just broke the news as of today at the, at the time of this recording, so I had to get that in there. So we wish him uh, well, uh, his family well, and may he rest in peace, and interesting to see what his character will be in the upcoming show for Moon Knight. Um, one thing that um, good friend and former guest of the podcast, my buddy Joe Stanziali, mentioned, um, he doesn't really like hearing when we talk about reports and stuff. So for those of you who do kind of stick around or who might be newer to the podcast, um, we do talk about a lot of spoiler-esque stuff, like reports or we do spoiler reviews of shows and movies. So... We here at the podcast will be sure to make a better note and say more spoiler alerts for those of you guys who don't want to hear those things. So for now, we are going to be going into a spoiler review of the book of Boba Fett. So I'm going to be talking about this for quite some time, maybe in the next 15 minutes or so. Um, skip over. Skip, skip over, and we'll go into the next story here. Um, so, The Book of Boba Fett, uh, episode four. The longest episode so far. Um, and I keep saying every episode is my favorite. And this this one has, has been the best one so far, I think, as far as the storytelling. Um, we see how Boba and Fennec meet on Tatooine. 
Um, and really that Boba just keeps becoming more and more like Tony Soprano. Like he doesn't give a fuck about people. He will kill people if he needs to, but he loves animals. <laughs> like the, the, uh, the giant creature that the sand people, uh, 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 travel on the rancor. Uh, he loves animals. And so did Tony Soprano and Tony Soprano did not give a fuck about people. Uh, more and more every episode. We see how uh, Fennec met Boba, uh, how it tied in with the Mandalorian season, uh, episode um, episode five, Gunslinger, when Mando and that and that young uh, bounty hunter kid, I can't remember his name, uh, tried to capture Fennec so he could become part of the guild, and they used that light to distract her when they were trying to go after her. Um, Boba finds her left for dead, takes her to a uh, a modification shop where those people, you know, the guys like they take parts of droids, droid parts, and add it to their bodies. It's disgusting and deplorable. When really it's like the alternative of getting a tattoo, I think. I think that's really what it is. Um, I think apparently that that was the basis of suicide, suicidal tendencies. He was the, the, uh, the guy doing that. I found that out in a new Rockstars review. Um, so Boba saves her and he asks that he help get his ship back from Jabba's palace and her debt will be paid. We see Boba, you know, going to the, the creature that, that the sand people fly, uh, fly, uh, travel on says, yes, old girl, I'm going to miss when she, and, and she licks Boba like, oh yeah, I'm going to miss you too. You're free now. Go make whatever the creature's called babies and be free, be happy. And, um, and Fennec goes, shouldn't you have waited to see if we got our your ship back first before you did that? Well, it doesn't really matter. I'm either going to get my ship back or I'm going, or I'm going to be dead. So morbid, Boba. Um, so they get to Jabba's palace. They sneak in through a little grate. And they sneak through the kitchen. They took out these two droids. And then there's like a little rabbit-looking kind of droid where Boba tried, grabs him by the neck. He's like, do you know who I am? I am Boba Fett, and then he ter- opens his belly, and there's an off switch, and he just offs himself. Okay, very dark, <laughs> very very dark. Um, so they are able to go in, take out the guards, uh, get get the slave one back, and afterwards, Boba is just saying, you know, you know where he'd like be dropped off, and he's like, oh, I'll stick around for a bit, and then he goes to those bikers. Who killed the sand people and just lays waste and destroys them. And he looks at, at her after he's done that and she's like, mm, I'll stick around for this. They go like the Sarlacc pit because Boba thinks that's where his armor might still be. Uh, no, no, it's not. Boba must have been extremely dehydrated and uh, tired as all fuck to not remember that the Jawas took it. So it could have been hallucinating or something. Um, they go down to the, the Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc's still alive. Jesus Christ, they barely get out of there alive. Uh, uh, Fennec un- unzips her uh, her seatbelt, uh, climbs up to the top where the seismic... Uh, so- the seismic fucking thing. I um, Jesus Christ here, man. The seismic charge. Seismic charge um, detonates and hopefully kills a Sarlacc. And Boba just goes, next time, just don't push my buttons. I love Tamara Morris, and he's so great. Um, they go down there. He says, my mom is not here. It's just a bunch of junk. So 
they go around. He, uh, Bob, uh, Fennec says, you need a back to tank. And Boba talks about how he wants to start his own family, become a crime boss. He doesn't, he's tired of working for idiots that are going to get him killed for not great pay. Uh, and then it shows him going to Bit Fortuna's palace at the end of the Mandalorian season two, the after credit scene where he kills Bit Fortuna, takes control of, of Tatooine, and we see him in the back of the tank, and the droid who opens it up for him says, oh, "No, well, Boba opens up the droid, uh, the back of the tank, and the droid says, "Congratulations, Master Fett, you are all healed." So, and you can see like Boba's scarring is actually gone, and uh, Fennec comes in. What about the scars on the inside? So, Boba goes out into into the public, and. He goes to that cantina where we see Chris Santin watching these uh, Trandoshians gamble. Now, he doesn't like Trandoshians because uh, Doc Strassi uh, gave Boba a Wookiee pelt as tribute. These people, hunt, these creatures hunt Wookiees. And another Tony Soprano-esque thing where he's just looking at people, having fun, and then he snaps because he's pissed off. He fucks up these guys. He has, you know, these, um, those, like, electric... Uh, knuckles he has like the brass knuckles that just charge up um grass quip uh, offers to clear uh his bar tab if he just lets the guy go instead he just rips his fucking arm off i'm like yes that's fucking amazing black chrysanthemum is coming becoming slowly becoming one of my favorite star wars characters um and boba sees him outside and says looking for work and then it's almost like like that Rick and Morty episode. He's like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> so uh, Black Chrysanthemum is now working for Boba Fett. Boba Fett invites the other bosses of the, pla- uh, of the planet to work together. If not, to at least not align with the Pikes and just remain neutral. And one of them asks, why should they? And the table they're all sitting at just so happens to be under the Rancor pit. And the Rancor tries to attack him. Boba's like, oh, yes, you're hungry. Easy, boy. So Boba just asks him to remain neutral if they don't want to fight. Or if they don't want to help him, uh, just remain neutral. Don't, you know, he doesn't have to help Boba, but just don't help the Pikes. So they're not sure if they can trust them. They say, sure, they'll, they'll remain neutral, but we'll wait and see. Boba, at the end of the episode, say, uh, says that... Um, the you know the boss uh, Fennec says can you trust them? He's like how can we? Fennec asks how much tre- treasure there is. Uh, Boba asks Fennec where they can find more muscle, and she says how much treasure do they have because for the right amount of muscle, they need to pay the right price. And then the Mandalorian's music plays. I'm like oh shit, Mando's coming next week to help Boba Fett. Now we we um we all figured that this was going to happen. Well, most of us figured this was going to happen. And that Mando would show up in the Book of Boba Fett at some point because we did hear his voice. I remember hearing his voice in the trailer. So I'm excited for this. Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, returning next week. Uh, I mean, considering there's only two more episodes left. There are only two more episodes of Book of Boba Fett left. So we'd have to assume that this would be the right time for for Mando to come in. Um, the series is really picking up at this point. Um, and if I remember correctly, I think there might only be six episodes of the book of Boba Fett. 
uh, if there, if if I am correct with that assumption, um, usually there's like six, maybe eight. I don't know. Uh, let's see how many episodes we have here for the book of Boba Fett. Um, it appears. No, they're not telling me. I would assume there's like six. There has to be at least six. That's kind of like the the average number of episodes that are in a uh, a Disney Plus uh, production series or whatever. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and say that there are six and assume that there are six. Um, overall, this is going very very well. Um, obviously, Disney has had another hit, and I definitely want to see more of this. Um, you know, I would assume Mando might come at like towards the. Actually, he'd have to come in the beginning, wouldn't he? He'd have to come in the beginning because if you're gonna tease him at the end, why would you make us wait for the rest of the episode? Nah, he's got to come in. I think he's gonna be in for like this episode and the final episode. So, I think that'd be a lot of fun there. But um, overall, um, th- this is as far as like my favorite shows for Star Wars, Mandalorian is still up there and is probably my favorite along with Clone Wars. Um, Because, you know, Star Wars is just trying to get into their stride with their shows launching off The Mandalorian. But it's smart, man. People love Star Wars. There are stories to tell with all these different characters. You know, we'll eventually be getting an Ahsoka Tano series. The Kenobi series should be happening later this year. We'll get more of the Bad Batch in the future for a season two. So there's a lot to tell with these stories, and I, for one, cannot wait to hear it. Now, for this next portion, uh, I mean, that whole episode, <laughs> that was a whole spoiler review of Book of Boba Fett, but now this is spoiler territory, uh, possible spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, okay? So, again, <laughs> we're going to be going through this. Um, skip over this, too. Really, just skip over to the last bit of the, uh, of the podcast here. Uh, if you don't want to hear this. But if you do, okay, strap in. So, it's being reported by My Time to Shine Hello, a very reputable uh, source in uh, breaking news stories, that um, John Krasinski is going to be playing Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now, My Time to Shine Hello claims that... He is not going to be the MCU's Reed Richards, but that he is going to be a variant of Reed Richards. Now, I, for one, wouldn't... I I would prefer Krasinski to be the MCU's Mr. Fantastic. I would prefer that to happen because he's been wanting it for so long. The fans have been wanting it for so long. I think it would just kind of suck if he's not the Mr. Fantastic of the MCU. But then again, we never know. Um, It would just be a cool little fun thing, you know, like the whole rumored report of Iron Man being played by Tom Cruise, which he was apparently supposed to be Tom Cruise in the movie uh, originally before Robert Downey Jr. stepped up. So I think this would be a cool little thing. The Illuminati is a big part. The Marvel Illuminati, if you haven't heard it before, we've talked about it before, the Illuminati is... Iron Man, Professor Xavier, Doctor Strange, Namor Submariner, Black Bolt, and Professor Charles Xavier. If I got all of them, Iron Man, Fantastic, it's Fantastic, Doctor Strange, Namor, 
Black Bolt, Charles Xavier. Um, they handle uh, different events going on, and they really like control the outcome. Like they try to they try to prevent events from actually happening. Um, and they represent different groups in the Marvel universe. You know, of uh, the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the X Men, etc. Inhumans. Um, but it would appear that I would think Krasinski is going to be uh, the Mister Fantastic of the Illuminati. And we keep hearing this will be a multiversal Illuminati. So, I guess in that sense, it would make sense to have you know the have him be a variant but personally i would just like to see him as the main mr fantastic either way he's getting what he wants he gets to play mr fantastic and we could I mean, who knows who knows we could see um i mean he still gets to play this fantastic on an mcu movie will he be mr fantastic forever who knows but at this point with the multiverse anything and everything is possible you know um, Andreas, what's up, Andreas? Uh, he sent me and Vinny something the other day, and I want to talk about this real quickly. And it says, if you could choose only three characters to cameo in Doctor Strange 2, who would you pick? And these are all the cameos here. I'll, I'll name them off to you. And this is from different characters from different universes. All right? So, Ghost Rider, Captain Peggy Carter from What If?, Storm, Halle Berry Storm. Um, I'm not sure who this character is, so I'm just gonna skip her. <laughs> uh, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Quicksilver. Chris Evans, Human Torch. Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. Uh, Blade, played by Wesley Snipes. Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Patrick Stewart, Charles Xavier. Loki, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Michael Fassbender's Magneto. Catherine Hans, Agatha, Agatha Harkness, Evan Peters, Quicksilver, uh, Sophie Turner, Jean Grey, and that is about it there. The other characters I am not familiar with, but it says pick three cameos. So Andreas, his three cameos were Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, Chris Evans, Chris Evans is a Human Torch, Vinny, as I'll say for him here, he said Hugh Jackman. Hiddleston and Fastbender. Now me, I say Hiddleston, Stewart, and Captain Carter. Um, I don't think you can really go wrong with any of these choices. A lot of these characters has been have been rumored to be in this movie, and a lot of them I think could happen. I think the ones that most likely definitely will not happen is I do not see Wesley Snipes' Blade coming into this movie. Um, I don't necessarily see Halle Berry Storm coming into this movie. Um, and I'm not sure if we'll see like uh, a Fastbender Magneto, maybe. And another outlandish one, like Chris Evans' Human Torch, I don't think we'll see either. Um, I think ones that are most likely to happen are uh, Captain Carter, Xavier... Uh, Patrick Stewart, Xavier, Loki, Agatha, Deadpool, because, well, Disney announced that he's in the MCU. Like, you know, he's going to be coming in. Um, Toby Maguire, Spider-Man, as many of you already know, if you didn't see Spider-Man No Way Home, spoilers again, 
He was in the movie, so it wouldn't be outlandish considering this is a multiversal film, also considering that Sam Raimi is the director of the original Spider-Man movies. Um, it, any of these characters would be really cool, but I feel like they're like we're really going to get like a love letter of all of us superhero fans who've been watching these movies forever where we'll finally see you know, all these different characters come together, and I think it'll be Doctor Strange is going through different dimensions of the multiverse, you know? And if that is Strange Supreme that Doctor Strange has to fight, maybe he gets Captain Carter to understand Doctor Strange Supreme, you know? Um, I would just, I would personally love to see a fight between Strange Supreme and, uh, and, Patrick Stewart, Charles Xavier, that would be really cool. And also, the rumors about Toby is that if he is going to be in the movie, uh, I don't think he's actually going to be on set. I think it's going to be kind of a CGI thing, and that he will uh, provide a voice for the movie. Um, if th- that's the rumor going around, but uh, overall, uh, what do you guys? Who do you guys want to see out of all these characters? What what different superhero actors and different versions of these characters do you want to see in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness from the Fox universe, from the Sony universe? Who do you want to see? Let us know on Twitter at Fanspeculation, all one word, or on Instagram at Fanspeculation underscore pod. Now, uh, the last bit of the podcast, we're going to be going into the rumored and reported casting of the Fantastic Four. Um, again, spoiler warning if you don't want to know this shit, but if you're here, I'm pretty sure you want to know this shit. So... This, again, is being reported out there. My Time to Shine reported as to who it's going to be. And this Reddit post, I believe, it says that this is going. This is the apparent rumored cast. This is not. This has not been confirmed by anybody at the time of this recording as far as Marvel goes. But this is the cast. Brace yourselves. There's some pretty shocking choices. So let's get into it. First, the Invisible Woman, Kristen Bell. Now... I think that's actually a pretty good choice. Uh, personally, I would love to see Emily Bunt and John Krasinski, but Emily Bunt apparently doesn't want to do the Invisible Woman because so many people bug her and annoy her about it. Um, I don't know. I still think she'd be good. But Kristen Bell, I like Kristen Bell a lot. I think she's funny. I think she's great. Um, so I think she would do a great job as Sue Storm. She definitely has the look patent down. So for sure, uh, Sue Storm, Kristen Bell, hell yeah. Next, we have Glenn Howerton as Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Now, those of you who don't know Glenn Howerton, and I didn't, but he is from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I can't tell you which character he plays because I don't know. I don't really watch the show all that much. But just by going off, again, like Kristen Bell, going off the look of him alone, he looks like he could do the part, and... I think this could be a really great opportunity for him to really spread his wings as an actor. So, yeah, uh, you know, not bad. Uh, so, so far, pretty good. You know, you guys can uh, look up some of these actors as we are going along. You know, the other thing is that um, we uh, there will be some well-known actors and some relatively unknown actors. So this next one is a relatively unknown actor, and this kid's name is Chase Stokes. He is being reported to play Johnny Storm, uh, a.k.a. the Human Torch. So uh, he hasn't been in a whole lot of projects. He's been in a few movies called Lost Island, Between the Waves, Dr. Bird's Advice for Sad Poets. Uh, He's been in the TV show Bass. 
He was in Stranger Things playing a character called Reed. Uh, He's just in there for one episode. Daytime Davis, The Beach House, The First, Outer Banks, Tell Me Your Secrets. Uh, So he's a relatively unknown actor, but he is in the TV show Outer Banks on uh, Netflix. And apparently that's the fame he's getting to. So looking at this kid right now, I've seen pictures of this kid. And I'm like, you know what? He could, as far as the look goes, again, as far as the look goes, he could nail Johnny Storm. I think he could be a pretty good Johnny Storm Human Torch. Um, definitely, uh, definitely good in my book. Now we get to the portion of the podcast where I don't like this choice. If it's true, if it's true, that's the thing. If this is true, oh God! Brace yourselves, everyone. The rumored slash reported actor to be playing Ben Grimm, aka The Thing, <coughs> Seth fucking Rogan. Oh God, um, I I don't like this at all. I don't like this at all. Oh my god! Now I was watching uh, Cosmic Wonder. Warren Thompson. He 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 was talking about this, and he was trying to. He was trying to say, you know, um, you know, remember that it's CGI. He won't actually be the thing. Like you just like, look. If I hear that fucking laugh, within the fin. Ah, oh god, I don't. I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, <laughs> I have trusted Marvel's casting in the past. I have trusted them, and uh, my my uh, one of my buddies, my best friend, and he was showing me like, well, they could have cast him because of his role in that um, the Steve Jobs movie, and he showed me the scene with him and Fastbender, where him and the guy uh, Seth Rogen plays, and uh, Fastbender being Steve Jobs, just talking shit about each other. Um, the, the scene was good. But I feel like they're gonna want to do comedy. The MCU loves their comedy, and I feel like. Seth Rogen's the guy they want to do it with. Personally, I don't think it's a good idea. Hopefully, they change their mind. Hopefully, they get somebody else because I'm fine with everybody else. Really, I am fine with everybody else, but I just, I don't know, man. I, I'm just not crazy about this one. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. It really could hurt the movie for me. But then again, you know, I could eat my words in like a year's time from now. So who the fuck knows? But at this point right now in the time we were saying Seth Rogen being the apparent person who's going to be playing Ben Grimm, the thing, it's um, it, it's it's uh, it's hard for me to get behind, man. It really, really is. I just I just really, really can't get behind it i i don't know uh i really really don't know but however there is one little story that i think we all forgot to talk about i think at least me i forgot to talk about as we're doing this i prepped for this podcast and i and i had everything ready and i forgot about all this stuff how could i forget about all this stuff all the stuff going on with Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. I'm sorry, but let's save the best for last, shall we? Um, it appears that Andrew Garfield would be returning for uh, Venom 3 to be fighting Venom. Sp- especially with all the stuff going on with uh, some things here and there. His reactions to all of the... Uh, how he had to lie to everybody. Uh, just... Uh, even... <laughs> 
I, I, we'll end with this. It's not too much by Angie Garfield, but uh, Andreas again. Hey, Andreas. Uh, he sent me uh, a little thing of an interview he uh, that Angie Garfield did where Emma Stone actually texted him and said, hey, are you in this new Spider-Man film? And he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, come on, just shut up. Just tell me if you're in it or not. And he goes, I really don't know what you're talking about. Seriously, I don't know what's going on. And she went to go see the movie, and she just texted him and said, you're a jerk. <laughs> Andrew Garfield really had to lie to everybody, but at some point, even though he says he's not really a great liar, he ended up being a great liar, and he actually did a really, really good job of it. You know, just just fooling all of his friends and family. I'm surprised that him and Emma Stone still talk to each other. I guess you know that's it's a really good thing to. Uh, uh, he's he's having a he's having a fun time with it. Um, overall, though, I think we can wrap up the podcast here. So, so apologies for being a bit of a shorter podcast. When I have another person with me, you know, we're able to, you know, go through a little longer and have more in-depth conversations. But um, unfortunately, this is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us every single week. For those of you who tune in every week, thank you. For any of you who are brand new to the to the uh, to the podcast, you'd be sure to listen to us on your favorite podcast app, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts. I believe I said Google Play, uh, wherever you can find us, wherever you can leave a five star review, leave a five star review on your favorite podcast app if it allows you to. Please write a review. To allows you to share with your friends follow us on social media at fan speculation on twitter all one word uh and please be sure to follow us on instagram at fan speculation underscore pod twitter and instagram is where you'll get the latest updates if we have to make any last minute changes or anything like that to the podcast so please be sure to follow us on social media fan speculation on twitter fan speculation underscore pod on instagram thank you all so much for listening to this episode everyone what are you looking are you looking forward to the rest of the book of boba fett what do you think about moon knight uh, what do you think about all this Andrew, the Andrew Garfield trolling and Emma Stone? What do you think about the casting of John Krasinski? Uh, what do you think about the casting of the of the potential Fantastic Four? What do you think about all of this stuff? So let me know. Let us know on social media. So thank you all for so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. I have been CJ Palmasano, and we'll see you all next time. The Kang Gang Bang. <laughs> <laughs>